Well, Ulysses, after an off day, the Rays look to continue their winning ways against a team that's a tad better than the Pittsburgh Pirates, and that is the Milwaukee Brewers. Same division. There are heading that NL Central, but again, it must be nice to be playing against, you know, the Reds, the Pirates, and the Cubs. So good for the Brewers. Let's talk about it. You are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sembrano. And we're the host of the Locked On Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for making Locked On Rays your very first listen every day. And remember, Locked On Rays is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube at Locked On Rays. Today's episode is brought to you by Blue Nile. Be sure to make your moment sparkle with jewelry from BlueNile.com and Locked On Sports listeners will get $50 off purchases of $500 or more. This podcast exclusive includes engagement as well. So use code Locked On L O C K E D O N at checkout. All right, the Tampa Bay Rays continue against uh, teams in the NL Central. This time, a two-game set against the Milwaukee Brewers, who are first in the central with a 42 and 33 record. I'll be curious to see who wins that division, whether it will be, it's, it's definitely hundred percent going to be between the brewers and Cardinals, the, the pirates, the Cubs and the reds don't have a shot in hell. So I'll be curious to see who is the last man standing, whether it is the brewers or the Cardinals. I know the brewers are getting back, uh, Brandon Woodruff. I don't know about some of their other injured players as of right, uh, as of right now, but uh, all intents and purposes, the Brewers, really solid team, and the Rays, certainly, just like with any other team in the majors, they they definitely can't uh, overlook the Brew crew. Tell me if you've heard this one before. Tremendous pitching, lack of offense. That's two teams that are be going, going to be facing each other th- th- this, this week in that odd two-game series, too, yeah. because, you know... I was expecting a three-gamer. It's only two games that we'll see friends like Ozzie Timmons, uh, the Brewers hitting coach, and and Willie Adamas back at the trop. But it, it's an odd two-gamer. I'm going for eight, though. I'm going for eight and oh. And for all of you saying, what, eight and oh? What are you guys talking What are you talking about? Well, they swept the Cardinals. The Rays did. Right. They swept the Pirates. They're six and oh against the NL Central so far. I want the eight. I want the eight. I, it's a two gamer. It's, I know, I know it's a lot to take, but I really wanted Kevin. I really what wanted did they do against and, the Cubs. I don't remember that because they played the Cubs, didn't they? Oh, they did play the Cubs. You're right. And that Chicago road trip. Very yeah. good memory. Did I think they went two and one? Yes. Okay. Regardless, Dang. they should have a very good record against NL yeah. Central. Dang, I forgot that, about that Cubby series. Yeah, it was cold, wasn't it? Yeah. Yes, it was. Yes, yeah. It was. So they went two and one. So what? Third, so they're eight and one against the NL Central. See, that's what I'm talking about. Like I said this last week, and I got a couple of DMs saying, like, hey, you shouldn't talk about the NL Central that way. But well, Are you, you serious? know. Yeah, I did. Um no. but uh I wish know. I had that kind of free time <laughs> where I could just DM about a podcast talking crap about the nl central that would be nl central yeah well you know 
I don't know, man. It's eight and one. Okay, let okay. We already have eight. Let's get to ten. Let's get yeah. to double digits. All right. But it's gonna be a, a tough team to to square up the ball against. I mean, this is a a a a team that is nasty. The pitching staff is nasty. They're second in all MLB with strikeouts, and we know that the the Rays sometimes chase a little bit too too often and at times unnecessarily. So mm-hmm. that's going to be the case. I don't see a starter for the second game being announced, but like you said, Brendan Woodruff is the guy who is announced for the Tuesday start, and he might be the most gettable guy in that pitching staff. He's got a yeah. 474 ERA, um, 124 just off injury too. just comes out of injury. So let's, let's, let's hope that he's the most gettable guy. You start with a win, and then you go for the odd two-game sweeper. Yeah, it's interesting with the Brewers. Um, they're 13th in baseball in OPS, so middle of the pack, but they're tied for third in homers behind the Yankees and the Braves, but tied with the Astros. And uh, we're a little home Park factors. Empty. Park What's factors. That? That, park factors. Brewers, okay, Brewers. Willie Adamas has 15. Hunter Renfro has 13. Rowdy Telez has 13. Tyrone Taylor has 9. Christian Yelich has seven and four other players have six. What happened to Christian Yelich, by the way? He has fallen off the face of the earth. The last three seasons. I guess that's so uh, so unfortunate, man. That he had. Again, it just goes to show you maybe, who knows, maybe he turns it around, but he's batted under 250. Not saying batting average is the end all be all, but this was a guy that was giving you a 330 batting average with 40 home runs and 30 stolen bases and 100 RBIs and, you know, basically giving you MVP level numbers consistently for multiple years in a row and he's basically just been about a little bit above average over the last three seasons so you you might have that small window where you're really good and then things fall apart a little bit or at least for a couple years like cody bellinger for example well also the contract too i mean you're so good you're mvp that a small market team like or i guess small revenue whatever you want to call it or um uh, they 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 give him the the big two hundred plus mil contract to to Yelich and then he kind of you're right has been about average I wouldn't even say above I w- I would about average like one oh two one oh three WRC plus like that's about average and um, it's a shame because he was so he was so so good and it was so good to see a guy with his talent you know making it to MVP type level um, but that's what happens sometimes sometimes you have two three really good seasons he had them. Yeah. And and he capitalized on the money. Hopefully, get, he gets back um, to to being that type of player because I think baseball needs more guys like that to be more right. in the discussion of MVP. So it's not only the same three four guys that always get the the spotlight and the MVP type honors, but especially from a team like the Brewers. Like I don't have anything against the Brewers. I, I, no, I, I in fact I, I, I like them. I want MVP level players are on quote-unquote, small market, small yeah. revenue teams as opposed to them being on the Cubs. Aaron Judge, yeah. Yankees. You know, like, you got to have a little bit of flavor there with the markets. But, right. yeah, man, it, it's, it's, you're right. It's, it's been kind of a, a, a weird, steep decline for Yelich. Um, so, hopefully, the decline stays for the next two games. Yes. Maybe he doesn't like um, the Trop, although he has been at the Trop because he was in Miami Marlins. So, he, he's true. used to it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Pitching wise, the Brewers are tenth in all the baseball and team ERA at three seventy six. And I always, I always like to bring this up as the defensive numbers. Take them for what you will, 
but they are tied for fourth in baseball and defensive runs saved with the Orioles and the Mariners, the Yankees, the Guardians, and the Astros are ahead of them. Meanwhile, or however, they are 22nd in the outs above average metric. So there's there's got to be some brawls going on bef- be- between defensive runs saved and outs above average. Something has to be figured out, or you just take the the average of both of them. You take the mean or whatever. I don't know. But uh, yeah. I, I guess statistically, Hunter Renfro has continued to be a stalwart defensively, as has Jace Peterson. But again, you look around the team, you look at their offense, you look at their pitching staff, you look at their defense, and you can see why. And you look at that division, you can see why the Brewers solid team. I don't think they're going to win the World Series or anything like that, but they're absolutely, as of today, going to make the playoffs. And again, the the Rays, even at home, they can't overlook a team like the Brewers, but it's also an opportunity to the Brewers are a team like the Pirates. They don't visit the Trop very often. So that can really, really disrupt the opposition. A, a National League team like that, that is not used to the, the mentions, the lights, you know, you it takes a little bit longer to get a good jump or to see the baseball and, you know, ball bounces in front of you. Wow, that that ball really bounced high off the turf. I wasn't expecting that. And it goes over your head. So we've seen it time and time again, where a national league team comes in and it looks like the bad news bears out there because, you know, they're at the trop as opposed to an outdoor ballpark or a more traditional ballpark somewhere. Yeah. That's why park factors matters, man. I mean, that, that gives you an advantage and you need to know how to play in your ballpark, right? Very well. You're going to play 81 games there. Uh, and then you can get a little bit of a, of an edge when teams like the Brewers who never go there, um, are used to it. So again, Yelich has been there. Hunter Renfro has been there. Willie Adamas has been there. So, um, they might be a little bit more, um, used to than other teams, yeah. unfortunately for the race, because you do want the fresh eyes. And when you talk about defensive metrics, um, yeah, they are, are good defensively. And again, Willie Adamas is, is exhibit a on that. I mean, he's really not right. having a tremendous season. The power is definitely there. He's leading the team with 15 bombs for the Brewers, but the war is coming from from his defensive metrics. I mean, I think he's at a 1.6 F4 now mm. and 1.2 B war. So that comes a lot from obviously the pop, but the defense is really helping him this year uh, about being a, an, an above av- average player. That's a good point, too, is that Willie Adamas, Hunter Renfro, Mike Brasso, even Brad Boxberger, actually all those former Rays are doing pretty solid on the Brewers, thriving for that team. But they can also impart some wisdom to the rest of their teammates and say, hey, make sure you watch out for this. Keep an eye on this because those guys have played a few games in the trop and can levy some experience to those types of guys. So, again, it should be a fun series. The two-game thing's a little bit wacky, but... I always enjoy when the Rays aren't playing the same old teams over and over again. We we get it. There's the Yankees rivalry and the Red Sox rivalry and facing the Blue Jays and the Orioles. But it is refreshing to see teams that you don't often get to see and to see a couple reunions like Willie Adamas. That'll be a fun treat as well. What's also a fun treat is BlueNile.com. And that's where you can make your moment sparkle with jewelry. Uh, Locked on sports listeners will get $50 off purchases of $500 or more. This podcast exclusive includes engagement as well. So use code locked on. That's code locked on L O C K E D O N plus every order is insured, shipped free and arrives in discreet packaging. 
that will not give away what's inside. So shop stress-free and find your forever peace. Go to BlueNile.com today. We also want to tell you about a way to save both time and money, and that's by using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30, 50, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or a car dealership? Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. They have everything you could ever need. Brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, you name it. Even new carpet, they have that. So go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to your auto part needs. And you need to go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Make sure to write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. We spent the bulk of Monday's show discussing Isak Paredes, Josh Lowe, Wander Franco making his return. Uh, Neil Solon's made an appearance, not literally, but we talked about Neil Solon for a couple minutes there. Uh, one guy that I don't want to say we overlooked, but we wanted to dedicate some time to on today's episode is Shane McClanahan. And I'm going to knock on the table for this 2022 American League Cy Young Award, future American League Cy Young award winner later on this season, Shane McClanahan. I'm calling it. I'm booking it. With what he's doing right now, I'm loving some Sugar Shane. And you should be too if you're a race fan. Yeah, I mean, what's not to love? Again, double-digit strikeouts, seven innings, so they give him the leash because they know he's efficient. They know that he can use four-plus pitches to get out of any sort of Mm -hmm. jam. That's nice to see. It's nice to see a long leash. Call me a boomer. I don't give a you-know-what. I like starting pitchers that go seven. I love it. I want more of that type of baseball. Again, boomer me all you want. Well, That's more fun than guys going four innings and then a bunch of bullpen. That's more fun to me. That's my opinion. Anybody else can have their opinion, but I'd rather see a James Shields type of guy go seven deep, eight deep. A Shane McClanahan go seven, eight deep. That's fun. Yeah, that's really – I mean, he has forced the raise hands of I am too good to be taken out. And also on the flip side, JT Chagua is on the shelf. Pete Fairbanks is on the shelf. JP Fireisen is on the shelf. Nick Anderson, I know he hasn't really been a thing for a while. He's on the shelf. Luis Patino is on the shelf. Drew Rasmussen, he's on the shelf. Like, you got to get innings from somewhere. You can't keep rolling out uh, Calvin Fauche and uh, Ralph Garza Jr. I'm sorry. And Well... When- and I Shane's guess you can win Kluber's at 63 pitches. I mean, I, I guess you can do it then. Um, yeah. But yeah, Shane McClendon has just been too good. I think he would look absurd. Kevin Cash would look absurd if at 84 mm-hmm. pitches he takes him out. And then because Shane McClendon right now is proving that him tired at 92 pitches is way better than every other bullpen guy. Literally yes. every other bullpen guy, real fresh, just massaged. Prior to the game, stretch, 10 hours sleep, you know, he's way better at 95 pitches than that kind of guy yeah. coming in from the bullpen. And, and, and that's when you, we talk about that cliche, stepping up, 
<laughs> this guy has taken stepping up this season to a whole new level. I mean, it's not only getting to that top of the rotation type of of stuff and you know opening day starter and all that, mm -hmm. but now being in the conversation legitimately on June twenty eighth of being a an the American League Cy Young. He's the you front know, runner, front runner. right now. Look He's at all the metrics. He's the front leading runner. ERA, leading strikeouts, which are huge for the Cy Young candidacy. Huge yeah. for the Cassandra candidate. I think his whip is around 0.9. I, I've got the numbers right here, and it is just amazing. Really, every category, he is every important category used for the Cy Young metric is what he's tops at. He's got the most innings pitched in the American League. Next up is Robbie Ray. He has the lowest ERA among starters in the American League, 1.77. The next lowest, believe it or not, I mean, what world are we living in? Martin Perez, what happened there? That's wow. crazy. Uh, Shane leads the American League in strikeouts with 123. Next up is Dylan Cease, who has 121 in the 81 innings, 81 innings pitch. So that's actually really uh, – Dylan Cease is yeah. a higher strikeout per nine innings. But uh, Shane also has the lowest whip in the American League. Next up is Justin Verlander, and he also has the lowest opposing batting average in the American League. Next up is Justin Verlander, and I know it's not, we don't like to harp on wins, but he is tied for third in wins in the American League. So across the board, again, if there was a midseason Cy Young, it would have to go to Shane. Who else would it go to, quite frankly? Yeah. Yeah, no, right. Again, that's make that makes him the front runner. No, but again, seeing that it's June 28th on the calendar yes. and, and knowing injuries can happen and knowing that multiple times in baseball history, the Cy Young Award winner has not even gone to the All-Star game makes me trepidatious, makes mm -hmm. me cautious in saying, yep, it's going to happen. Way too, I think it's way too early to to give him that crown yet, but it's not too early to say he's not only in the podium, he's leading the podium right now, today. As you're listening to this, Shane McClanahan is the Cy Young front runner for the American League. I don't I I, I can't see anybody else making an argument for somebody else. Yeah, unless you're a homer for another team like yeah. Nestor Cortez, maybe that, that, that some Yankee I, yeah, fans would, would go so. for Nestor. Could you imagine if Tyler Glass now was healthy? The one-two oh. punch of Shane McClanahan and Tyler Glass now. Oh my goodness! Oh, oh don't goodness. don't 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 make me go into this. What if Brendan McKay yeah. never got injured? Patino. Yeah. Well, I'm not. I'm not so oh. proven on uh, Brendan McKay being a thing, but I get your point. Really, just everybody that's hurt, like. <laughs> It's crazy. I think the Rays actually, I think if you do the math, you have a whole starting rotation plus a whole bullpen in, yeah. on the shelf right now as the Rays. So it's it's definitely not being a kind year and, slash and year and a half. That's why the Rays, when you have a guy who's pitching like Shane McClanahan, you say, okay, we're cool with you going six and a third, six and two thirds, seven seven and a third like you're the guy you're the dude you you've he he is too good to uh to fall into the raised trap of the five and dive thing that they're going after right now uh we'll continue this discussion but first we have to tell you about bet online betonline.net it is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports 
info. Uh, it remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's the fastest way and easiest way to check in on your favorite sports and events, including MMA, boxing, golf, baseball, and so much more. So head over to their website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Bet online, it is where the game starts. Well, Ulysses, the people have spoken, at least the Locked on Rays listeners, and again, maybe a little bit of a biased poll, but I still think if we put this out to... All Just 30, a little biased. Just yes. a little biased. Yes, a little biased, but we'll, we'll discuss it anyway. Uh, will Rays pitcher Shane McClanahan become the 2022 AL Cy Young? 80% of the voting populace on this poll, this Locked on Rays Twitter poll, say yes, and 20% say no. What do you say? Does he win it or not? I want a third option, which says too early. I was not going to give the third option because I didn't want... Uh, I, I wanted hard answers, yes or no. I, I am on the table for yes. He's going to win it. I He's mean, going to be the third way to do it. David Price, step aside. Blake Snell, step aside. Uh, Jacob you know, Clinton, he is on pace. Not saying he's going to keep it up, but he would have the best season among all those guys, right? Yeah, he would. Based and and which metrics and, you look at, he might have to. I mean, he could get to 250 strikeouts. He could get to 200 innings. It would take a bit. I don't take know a if bit. Really push him that far, but I think he's on pace right now for like a 182 innings, which is. I mean, start the season. You tell us, oh, by the way, by June 29th, he'd be the front runner for Cy Young and he would be on pace for 180 uh, yeah. uh, innings and 250 strikers. We would have been like, okay, get out of here. You're being a homer. And that's exactly what, what's, what's happening right now. Look, again, like I said, he is definitely the front runner. I just, June 27th, I, I, June 28th, we, we've seen too much baseball. Yeah. To to just crown a guy on, on uh, midsummer like that's I mean again so many Cy Youngs have actually missed the All Star game so think about that when does All Star voting actually end first week of 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 July second week of July like so you're telling me that the production it, it's it's too tough it's tough yeah. for me to say yes when I've I've seen that happen so. I'm, I'm not going to go f- a full throttle here, but I will say right now, if the season were to end, yes, he's, he's the yeah. guy. And I also like this little, um, uh, I don't know how to say this, but uh, this trend, David Price beat out Verlander for the 2012 Cy Young uh, mm. uh, award. 2018, Blake Snell beat out, yep, Justin Verlander for the award. And also... You've just mentioned a, a few metrics, and behind him, who was behind Sugar Shane? Mr. Yeah. Justin Verlander. So, if you wanted a conspiracy theory on your Tuesday morning, race fans, this is it. This could also be kind of a trend, like maybe every time a race player, a race lefty, yeah. wins the Cy Young, um, it's when Justin Verlander is also having a pretty darn good season himself. Hey, look at that. You can look at it couple different ways that, hey, the Rays can produce and develop some good lefties. And also, Justin Verlander is a unicorn, basically, (laughs) that, uh, okay, you're basically a Cy Young Award winner or 
very close in the running in 2012. Same thing in 2018 and then in 2022. Like, man, he, he's got, he's what, 40 years old now? Yeah, I mean, it? about, yeah, 38, 39, 40. I mean, it's, I it's mean, unreal. Don't, don't make him wait five years to get into the Hall of Fame. Just once he retires, just take hey, her, her <laughs> putting you in here. Step, step aside, get your plaque. Come on. You're an automatic. Here. You're an uh, automatic. And here's the, here's the entrance. By the way, yeah. only lefties have won the Cy Young. So it's, you know, I, I know Shields got a podium, I think, in 2011. I think he got third. Uh, for that Cy Young year, Shane Boz. If man, look at this, look at this. If the development of Shane McClanahan took that much amount of time to get to this point, if we could have the same development for Shane yeah. Boz, who I think is more refined as he got into his MLB debut than Sh- Sugar Shane when he mm-hmm. made his debut. So, like, maybe it's a little bit of a shorter step, you know development to get to where he can be do you imagine that one two punch for 2023 shane and shane i mean that that's that's, now back oh my goodness like now that's a starting rotation that's scary for everyone to face yeah if shane's where he's at at 40 starts it'll be interesting to see where shane well if shane mcclanahan is where he's gotten to at 40 starts, where can Shane Boz get to at his 40th start? Um, just for some context here, David Price in 2012, he went 20 and five with a 256 ERA, 211 innings pitched, and 205 strikeouts in 31 starts. And then Blake Snell in 2018, he led the American League with a 189 ERA and tied for fifth with 221 strikeouts in 180 in two-thirds innings pitched. I think Shane McClanahan is going to outstrike out both these guys. Like, again, he may or may not win the Cy Young, but he's on pace to surpass those K numbers. The issue would be the issue would be the innings. He's on pace for 181, which is right about Blake Snell's uh, amount. Yeah. And this is how much baseball has changed so quickly. And 180 was like, I don't think he's going to win it because of the, of the, of the lack of innings there. Corbin Burns had the same issue last year with with the innings pitch. You know that it's is is it enough? Um, So we'll see if the competition is um, showing the same types of of numbers than Shane is with more innings pitch. That that could be uh, uh, an issue. But again, if you're leading right now, (laughs) then then you're setting the barometer. And he's setting the barometer right now with the innings pitch. So it, it's uh, it's going to be intriguing, man. It's going to be a really fun um, award to to keep track of. I think Shane McClanahan is making a name for himself in, around MLB. Oh, yeah. Like if if you're not if you're if you're if you think that you're into baseball and you don't know who Shane McClanahan is, then 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 you're wasting your time. You don't really know what you're talking about. So yeah. it's nice to to have a representative like this um in in the forefront of of MLB and uh, let's not talk about Cy Young yet let's talk about right. um all-star you know starter that's for the, for the American League like that's 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 the aim right now keep doing your thing the ERA is very shiny but I I had forgotten how good Blake Snell's was in 2018 yeah. you said a 185 189 189 in 180 innings. Right now, Shane has a better better one at 177, but again, 90 innings pitched. So 
he would have to basically do everything he has done up to this point for the rest of the season to have a better ERA than than Snell. So that that's a tough yeah. ask. That's a tough ask, but I see your point with the strikeouts. And uh, Blake Snell is also an example of, you know, you can have that Cy Young season. That doesn't mean you're going to be Justin Verlander for the next 10, 12, 15 years. Did you see what happened with Blake Snell? Uh, where he hit Bryce Harper in the thumb. Yeah, man. With Oof. the pitch, yeah. That's and rough, I'm, I'm seeing the Phillies uh, next week. I'm going to oh, miss well, out on Harper. Bummer. Look at that. I know. That's a bummer. That's a bummer. Yeah. And, man, that, like. Blake. <laughs> Well, you know, you can you can see uh, Nick Castellanos and yeah, and there's, there's some and other guys too. Schwarber. Schwarber. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean Shane McClanahan. I was a little bit not worried, but just wondered how he would hold up and if he would continue to put up the numbers that he has with Mike Zanino on the shelf. And he's shown that it, as of so far, really, it doesn't matter who's behind the play, whether it's Mejia or Pinto. Like he's still going to ball out and still he's still got the four elite pitches you know he's still going to find a way to make it work and as long as the the guy behind the plate can you know at least glove the ball then he'll be in good shape but i mean i don't want to i'm sorry i don't want to put uh no i don't want to put a bad juju out there but i would i would put pinto behind the plate when Shane McClanahan is, uh, yeah, yeah. On Pinto, the I think, uh, he's, uh, going to be Mike Zanino's replacement in 2023. He can frame. He can frame. He, he can, can frame, frame. He real good. Guy. Yeah. So I've seen way too many wild pitches in air coats. And if you didn't see the air coats, it's because you're just listening, but you can yeah. watch us on YouTube by hitting that subscribe button on YouTube. So, uh, yeah, the, I've seen too many wild pitches being uh, being called when they were probably passed balls on Mejia. Oh yeah, yeah. Like just 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 being just being honest here. So I would put Rene Pinto behind your uh behind the dish when you have your AL Cy Young candidate on the mound. But it just goes to show you that even with the defensive ineptitude of Francisco Mejia, McClanahan's still gonna give you seven innings strong and ten strikeouts and one earned run and no walks. Like that's basically like look at his line from like the last six, ten starts. It's the same one. <laughs> yeah. And again, we know the not to go much longer here, but you know, last year Shane McClanahan uh, you know, he, he'd walk a batter and then it would he would kind of fall off a little bit, give up a home run, and and now, you know. He can go through a, a little bit of a bad stretch and get through it. And yeah. it's impressive to see his development and maturity as a ball player. And heck, who knows? Maybe he, he learns a fifth pitch. Maybe a cutter is coming at some point. Could you imagine? I mean, he, you got four. You got four elite ones, so that's all you need. But if he he tinkers with a, a fifth or, you know, some sort of in-between pitch, you know, you have you have multiple uh, variations of your curveball. Oh, boy. It could be tough for the opposition for sure. I'm, so I'm calling for a knuckleball next. Let's go. Yeah, let's let's do nice. it, Sugar Shane. Um, yeah. Just to give a shout out to a listener out there, Arginus Rashad says uh, the Trops menu needs to at least have an ice cream or milkshake flavor named Sugar Shane. Rays <laughs> need to figure something out with that. I like that. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. I What's that? It. Beans and Barler? Can't they yeah. come up with something? Yeah, let's 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 talk to their their people. Let's have our people talk to their people. Have to talk to the race people. How about that? 
Yeah, that works. Um, McGee, all right. Get into it. Yeah. Yes, let's do it. Uh, thank you again for making the Lockdown Rays podcast your very first listen every day. Now make your second listen, the Locked on MLB Prospects podcast. That is also free and available on all platforms. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe.